T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I said again. Boonsta on Twitter says, For the love of God, get rid of the game day incentives. And until they expand the roster and get rid of incentives, then don't let quarterbacks count against the inactive list. We have got to come up with... Um, some solution. We have to. We just can't keep walking. We're like zombies. You see you get a situation that is it's not fixed. This isn't right. This doesn't work. You can't go into a game with one guy you feel like you can finish the game with or you got to get another position player to fill in at quarterback. The position carries way too much weight and means too much to the game for us to be this greedy. It's the only thing I can I can say. They're greedy. What are you trying to make more money? The billions and billions that you make is not enough? Are we gonna just keep doing it? And I know we're 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 though we're suckers. We let them do whatever they want to do and we don't do anything about it because we almost cannot live behind it. And as much as I applaud the wagering side of this, I think it's awesome. But all it did was dig the trap, make it even deeper. Because you ain't going to not have a game. Because now you because now you don't even care who wins. <laughs> you can make a fortune back in a loser. The XFL actually includes on the scoreboard at the bottom of the screen the over-under and the spread of the game. It's just on there 24-7 throughout the and game. And you love that. Yeah, it's not bad. I know it. I know it. And, again, you are going to represent an entire generation that, that that's normal to. It's just normal. I mean, when I was in Little League, I mean, you know, back before we had <laughs> alarm clocks, they gave signs. You had learned signs. Now kids that are 9 and 10 and 11, they're going to be, what's the over-under? They're going to be going to Little League games. It's just, it's eventually going to happen. Because if we don't stop it, it's going to happen. I thought March Madness was the most exciting time of the year because it usually meant I was in Vegas and I got to see the excitement. There's nothing like seeing sporting events 
in Vegas. And the excitement is added by people that are wagering on shots, score, all these things. It enhances the event. The Super Bowl at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas next year, I just can't even fathom the money that's going to be going through that city. Dude, I targeted that three years ago or so, and I thought, I mean, if you're a serious baller, player, whatever you hustler, whatever you call yourself, how can you not be there? To me, that's like the summit. Not, not You won't get in the game. If you get in that game, you're a bad man because you're going to give up at least five, six Gs. Even with connections, it's going to cost you two. If you have somebody that can put that, take that kind of weight off your shoulders, it's going to still cost you two. It's going to be unbelievable. But until then, we got work to do. And the work to do is right now, right here today, 4 o'clock, this deadline. And what happens with – now, I'm concerned about Jackson – because I really do enjoy watching him play. He makes the game fun to me. If people you like the Ravens, there's no rivalry. It should be. I wish it was. You know, I wish we scrimmaged them every year because I love the way they approach football. You know, they don't go around blocks. They go through blocks. Their idea is not to trick you. It's to beat the hell out of you. Now, I'm not saying I'm right, uh, but I do like that more. I do like that more than innovation. Yeah, I wish the Battle of the Beltway was an annual game that we played. Absolutely. Absolutely. For what it is with the Nats and the Phillies, you know, with the Orioles, ours is supposed to be with the Orioles. And I, I give that. But see, I can't consider that a rivalry while they rape you on the Masson deal. It's economic suicide. This is the dumbest thing going on now in all the sports in my mind that the Nationals get robbed by the Orioles and Masson in this deal and they got a chokehold on them now you talk about weak management you think the NFL is weak in my opinion MLB my goodness gracious talk about a bunch of marshmallows and what has happened to the Nationals franchise it's unacceptable to me. It's an absolute sin. And you want to keep everything competitive? This is a joke. And what does the public do about it? Nothing. Because they know you still love the game, and you're going to come out no matter what, but not necessarily necessarily fair for the Nationals organization, especially people that remind, rem, remember what it was like to be in this town begging for baseball. I went to countless meetings I went with several of the groups that were bidding for the right to own the Nationals. And it was a lot of passion in that. People cared. The Senators thing here was real. And then to be tied up in this uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's one of those things that, you know, you know what's going on. You may not agree with it, but it's um, if it, it's real. Uh, Booster, I don't know how you get up, uh, how you get on with removing inactives. Uh, that I that I don't know. For those of you just tuning in, 
I heard today that Philip Rivers was at reaching out to a couple of clubs. Philip got outstanding results. Chargers, I mean, you know, Philip was a fighter. Philip was, he had an unorthodox release, but he got the ball the way he wanted to get to. Philip is also the papa of nine kids. And a lot of you online uh, have taken to that and also had fun with it, saying that he's coming back to, for the money. I think Philip did more than okay. It is um, amazing. Will Markley on Twitter. Today's NBA players and their days off and maintenance days off is too bad. Coach Thompson didn't get them for a practice while Coach is eating pizza at midcourt and having them run gases. <laughs> yeah, buddy, there are a lot of things I think about the big fella quite often and how I just wonder um, how he would have uh, reacted to a lot of things. You know, B. Mitch and Finley have a great segment. They go just ask B. Mitch anything. You could never have done that with Coach Thompson. That would have been hilarious. You know, ask Big John anything. Really? You wanted to go that way? Because he would have answered it. And there are certain things that go on now that I'm sure he just smiling down. It's um, but it, it it's for us to fix it. There's just too much talent out here for us not to make sure this thing stays competitive. I um, I can't wait till four. I can't wait to figure out who you know gets tagged and who gets. It's a little bit of action. Now, did you bet on this? Was there a way for you to make money off this? No, I don't think you can uh, touch any of the franchise tag, you know, wagers or anything like that. I don't think that's an option. Okay. One thing I did see though just now, so yeah. Philip Rivers, eight-time Pro Bowler, career earnings two hundred and forty-two million. So he should be just barely hanging on. Yeah. <laughs> With nine kids, yeah. <laughs> and also, I don't know where he lives, but when you have nine kids, you got to pick where you live. You better be smart about it. And um, I heard he used to he had a van or something I heard about Philip. He used to go home after no, he lived in San Diego when he played in LA. And he drove home or was driven home every day to go see the crew and um, to go make that money. No, Philip did well. Philip really did well. I, I mean, there are a lot of people that can't touch Philip in terms of his numbers and his accomplishments. They can't. Um, they can't touch it. Commander side, um, they did us all a favor. Can you imagine if we were sitting here waiting right now to find out what's going on with Big Boy defensive tackle? Um, now they took us out a week ago. Now we got him. Now nah, he's done. We got him. It kind of took some steam off this. Um, I. Um, I think it's dangerous when you don't pay him. I don't know how they could pay anybody now with not knowing who the boss is going to be. I also heard this craziest thing last night listening here was that Snyder were to come in and put a deal out on the quarterback and give him Beyond 250, guaranteed, knowing that if he sells it, he's not responsible. 
for the guarantee. Did you get a wind of that? Yeah, I laughed. I thought, not bad. Yeah, that's not that's not bad at all. Because that way, maybe the crowd, the, the home crowd, might be endeared to Dan. They go, hey, Dan, that was a nice part and shot on your way out. We appreciate that. Holler back. You know, maybe, maybe. When I heard that, that was that did bring a chuckle. But it's not like it's impossible. It's not like it's impossible. I just don't know what the offense. He, he, he's a talent that runs, but I would like to have him in a scheme that he didn't have to run unless deemed necessary. I don't want to run a running. I don't want to run a running offense with him because I want him to play seventeen games. Now you can get hurt in the pocket. You don't just run. As a matter of fact, this last latest injury, he was not running. He was in the pocket. You can get hurt anytime. But I do want to see less of Lamar being tackled by more than two people. I'd like Lamar to run out of bounds or throw it away. That's why I feel like Cheetah is always healthy. Tyreek Hill, you know, he's always running running out of bounds. You know, the best ability is availability. Yeah, and, and, and Cheetah does. Cheetah's not a big guy. But I also can't help but think how wicked that Miami Miami offense would be with him there. You talk about Olympic track team. That'd be frightening. Yeah, Jalen Waddle's the man. Oh, he's yeah, he's silly. Silly, silly. And then there's New Orleans. And you know, we have not mentioned, nor have we had any social media response to a quarterback going to New Orleans. Vegas to New Orleans. Have you heard a word? I haven't heard a word. Yeah, that did kind of go under the radar. Just went quiet. Goes with Allen, his old coach. But no scuttlebutt. That was kind of wild. Really? You think if Aaron Rodgers decides to go to the Jets, we're not going to be talking about that for an hour? That surprised me. It really did. That offense is kind of ready to go right now. I mean, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave had a great year. Alvin Kamara. They got they got some studs on that team. Yeah, everybody thinks that's the easiest way to win to get back uh, because of competition. I always think be careful when you say that because you're talking about last year. It's going to be a brand new year. The people are going to reload. People retool. People try to fix their 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 whatever deficiencies they have. I don't know if Carr and the Jets. The Jets are scary because of the quote potential. I always get scared to death when I hear people talking about a lot of potential. And did they have the biggest bust at quarterback that we hardly ever discuss? Because they took a guy that was slightly undersized and will that fall over into Bryce Young? Will he be held? And those are the things that we talk about whenever there's a size interest or factor. Guy can never be too big, and there are a whole bunch of big busts as well. Always Jamarcus Russell always comes to mind. They just salivate. Oh, he's 6'5", 245, and all that. Won't hit a dead man. You know, just terrible. But when a guy comes in, now we're starting to say 6'5", six, 11, 6 feet maybe, 200. They're questioning his meals. Well, he was not. He was 195 a week ago. He's been really beefing up. I want to know. Excuse me. 
How much did he weigh when he beat Auburn at Alabama? What was his weight when he beat Tennessee? I just, really. What does he have? Incredible anticipation. He knows where to throw it, when to release it, how to get it there. Amazing what he has. He has that thing that all of them have that have that thing. Mahomes, Hubert, my boy Kuhan Luke in Cincinnati. It's that thing. And I feel like out of all the QBs coming up in this draft class, he's undoubtedly the best leader out of all of them. Hey, man. You can hear him in it because he's at Alabama under the best leadership program. So he's seeing what it takes and how it goes, and he was in charge of them. Nobody ever questioned his size. Do you know I didn't even know his size at Alabama? Honestly, I didn't look at him like, my God, Tua, I didn't know he was any smaller than Tua. You know, it didn't really matter to me. And when and when I look at and I think, well, look at their quarterbacks. Well, who's the last one that was big or tall or whatever? And it might be the kid who's in the booth right now. Um, I, I, it, I didn't visually. Now, I did not go to a live Alabama game. But did you, when you looked at Bryce, did you think he was tiny? I wouldn't say tiny. I definitely thought he was on a little bit of the shorter side. Okay. But Mac Jones was 6'3". So that's the last QB with a little bit of size to play at Bama. Okay. And if you, who would you want? Give me Bryce Young. Okay. And I'm not saying that the other kid is lighting it on fire. All I'm saying is that they made this dude sound like he was Tiny Tim, like he was 5'4". <laughs> he weighed 87 pounds. Just to hear people talking about it. I go, Slim, I never watched a game that Alabama played in, and his size never entered my mind. It never came to, oh, my God, he can't get the ball over. No, I never even knew his size was an issue. Now, I knew he wasn't a real big, big dude, but so what? He dominated every area he's ever played in at that size. And in the toughest conference in college football. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I don't – now, toughest conference, yeah, play a lot of home games. They never leave the South. They've got a lot of, quote, built-in advantages. You don't see the SEC playing in the West Coast. I really wish college football would structure schedules where you get, like, you know, at least once or twice a year, like an Ohio State against Bama or an LSU against Michigan. Never going to happen. I know. I wish it did, though. Never going to happen. They're too smart. It's too much money you lose. So they appease your fan base. Now you lose. You got to be in there running for that final four. That's where the cash is. As B. Mitch said, the Cheta. That's where it's at. You don't do anything to jeopardize that. That one game. I mean, you might. And the way the SEC now, which I really respect it now. Because before, it was always, you know, at once upon a time when I really paid a lot of attention, it was just Alabama-Auburn. Then Georgia popped. You know, they would have a run. Tennessee had a moment. People would do that. But then with Nick been putting on this full-court press, but now Kirby, and don't sleep on the fact that they got a chance to three-peat. For the first time since 1934, 5-6. Now, to me, that's all that matters. To me, I'm, I'm in there talking to those kids. To, it's Kirby saying, look, we got a chance to do something no one's done since 1938. 
Do you want to be recognized and talked about for the rest of your life? you want to be a part of a reunion that's un- second to none? I used to tell the kids when I was coaching high school, you know what this is all about? And you numbskulls don't get it yet, and why would you get it? You'll be an old man, you'll come back to a, to a reunion, and you'll be the only group with your letterman's jacket that'll have a patch on it. It says champions, and the rest of them won't. And that's what you fight for. That's what you play for. It's just so you don't become irrelevant. Because eventually, you're just another team. Oh, yeah, you played the pro. So what? Yes, who didn't? What did you win? Nothing. What place were you in? Last. <laughs> you changed the subject in a hurry. So that's why that's why it means something. Don't forget, top of the hour, um, I'm bringing in the professor. And we're going to talk about what happens at 4 o'clock. Uh, the Hoffman Show coming up is going to be loaded. Ben Standick is joining Craig and, of course, Ant-Man. And they're going to probably get the results because it will probably happen right in their, on their watch. And nobody better to chopping up than Hoffman. Quick moment. We'll be back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Four o'clock is the deadline. A lot of people anxious, nervous, about to become on the borderline rich as we determine who will. We're taking a step closer to determining who will wear burgundy and gold. This is what uh, it comes down to. Chase Young was selected by Rivera and Company. Jamin Davis. Jahan Dotson, what do they all have in common? They're still here. They've all shown, they flashed, they had, they can play. Chase the injury, we won't know, but we'll find out this year how he gets on track. Jamin Davis has gotten better and better. I still think he is needs to be put in the right position to just excel. He's got nasty skills. That he, I just think that that's more of mismanagement than it's been a lack of production, in my opinion. And then Jahan Dotson challenged all their records and missed five games or so. Flat out baller. Baller. No doubt about it. Nothing to be disappointed about their needs specifically. <clears throat> wants. I call them wants. Cornerback. O-line. And linebackers, I would think, 
You have no idea who will be there. The only thing you can do is wait your turn, but be ready with a plan and a plan B and a plan C. In case you don't get who you like, you have to be able to make the adjustments necessary to um, to get it going. So that's uh, that's pretty good in that respect. I love it when I hear people predicting who they're going to take where you don't really know who's going to leapfrog you. Draft day is crazy. You don't know what's going to happen. You got to be ready to go in a number of different directions. That's what the uh, that's what the good ones do. They come in and go, hey, whatever the the trends go, we will adjust to it, and um, you know we'll get it going. But I do kind of agree with Booster on that game to inactives. I think I don't know where I may, I may have had good intentions when it started, but um, I think it's about as strong. You know, as we can get. Taz also mentions one of our earlier comments that no doubt MJ goat uh, into discussion on that one. March madness around the corner, starting to feel that that pressure. That it, you know what? In all the years, obviously, I've been through more March madnesses than you, just by design. But I can't imagine how your head doesn't explode. With all the wage, all the things you're gonna to have to keep in check. How you gonna do it? Well, it starts this week. Um, you know, we got conference tournaments yeah. going on that start today. ACC yeah. conference tournament starts today. Uh, you know, SEC will wrap up on Sunday. Uh, I think Big Ten and ACC wrap up on Saturday. It just it's go time. I mean, selection Sunday is Sunday evening, and then we just full head of steam go and. Say our prayers, lock in. Are you playing on every level, every game? I mean, what, do you have a strategy? I don't want you to give up your, your funk, but is there a strategy to what you'll employ? Just there's certain teams that I've been riding this entire season, and you know, no need to switch up on them now when it when it matters the most. So I'm just going to ride with my same eight teams that I've been believing in throughout the season so far. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's going to be crazy. Um, the Terrapins, I reached out to the Wizard. I'm waiting to get confirmation. Their inability to play their best basketball on the road is starting to scare me. They're vicious at home. Love the way they D you up. Like this team. Love the coach. I'm all in. And then, I mean, you give up a – 12-point lead, or you give up margins, like some of this, there's some skill, there's luck, there's opportunity, but you create your own opportunity. I don't know. I, I, had, a, I had a little chest puffed out for a second. Now I'm back with shoulders rolled over. Going to be interesting. I mean, this is really, hey, look, you're getting year one of a, of a new uh campaign it, it it's going to take some time you've got to get everybody says it, you got to get your players in it's important you have to get your players in so we will see what happens on that and uh that's one of the reasons I can't wait to hear um the king back in the saddle tomorrow at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. uh that'll be interesting 
as he tells us what happened to the Terrapins at Penn State and what will happen this week in the whole nine yards because I'm sure he will have a uh, have a remedy for it. Excitement, you got to get in for the long haul because you're talking about a marathon. It'll test your stamina. Do you set a, Do you keep a count of the wings that you eat over the whole tournament? You don't do. Do you do a wing count like buffalo wings? Yeah. No, but I think I might start this year just because you said that. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought everybody did a wing count. It's going to be crazy. I mean, it's it's the one thing in terms of stable food grouping that I say, okay, I'm going to get involved in this and wing count. Buffalo wings never miss. Yeah, it's it's hard. I I've hardly I don't know if I've ever met one I didn't like, and they come in a variety of flavors, sauces, and the whole nine yards. What's your favorite like sauce or uh, dry rub? Yeah, it's automatic. Dry rub. Yeah, I mean you know I because a lot of that other stuff is like oh what you covering up, you know like me and and Lou uh, with the lemon Lou. It, there is a. Now, a good barbecue is a good barbecue. A good dry rub. I mean, there's some of the Cajun sauces. I mean, it, it depends on how you like it. But again, I haven't found anything better than a good dry rub. Are you a celery or carrot guy? Celery. Okay, yeah, celery all the way. And I'll ask you, ranch or blue, blue cheese? Oh, see, okay. We're clashing there. I'm more of a ranch guy. Yeah, blue cheese. Teach blue their cheese. own? Yeah, well, you know, the key is make a decision. Have a choice. Don't waffle. You know, don't go, oh, it don't matter. Well, it don't matter. Then let me just keep all of it. You know what I mean? Go, go go, order you something else. Yeah. You mean it don't matter. You should never settle for anything that you don't want, you don't like. You get what you like. And that's uh, that's interesting. And I'm surprised. Well, you will hear all kind of that. I mean, it'll be on fire once the tournament starts. And uh, the only thing I don't like about the tournament is that for the most part, it knocks us off the air. Yeah, that's the only thing I don't like about it. Yeah, we got to go into hibernation for a couple we gotta days. We got to go into hibernation, yeah. And back in the day, I mean, we'd be at the tournament. And um, then you realize how cool it is to go to college. Any parents that have a kid that's waffling about wanting to go to college, just take him around a good atmosphere doing March Madness. That'll kind of convince him. That'll, that'll be the one that gets you over to the hump. It's amazing. How many brackets do you think you're going to make this year? I think I might have been the first one I didn't play was last year. Um, the last time I played a bracket, but I'm kind of cheating because my, I mean, it's like when you follow in Bruins, you, you're going to get to, and I would do Terps. I'd ride the Terps and Bruins hard, and it kept me in contention. And there's also... Um, I think the Big Ten is really underrated in terms of hoops. I mean, really underrated in some instances. Um, but now, I mean, the Big Ten's a beast. And I yeah, you know, I was following the ACC for a long, long time. Of course, I still like, you know, the Big 12. I mean, hoop is hoops is hoops. I don't think you can look at it and say, well, because you don't know who they have. One hooper. You get the right dude, changes a program. Football can't do that. Not with one guy. Not with one guy. I don't even care if he's OJ. OJ wouldn't have been OJ without them huge beasts he had up in front of him at SC. But basketball, you get one real killer. 
And yeah, he can he can keep you in it. He can keep you in it. So that's why I think the game is so wild because it's a team sport, but the right dude, if he's that guy, hey man, he can take you long way. That's how every year we get the Cinderella deal. Every year we get that, you know, Loyola type deal. We get because you get one beast and he get hot. Last year it was Oral Roberts. There you go. They're like the 15 seed. There you go. And that's really what I love the most. The 12 seeds, I love them. I'm keep waiting. Who's going to be a 12 seed that comes through? It just is a matter of you having the right dog on your squad, you know, that, um, um, you know, that they, that they get out of it. Now, my boy who I respect is that, uh, Gene in the shop says, and I can't repeat some of the things he says because we got regulations. He's not a fan of the Terps. Let me just say that because I, I can't say what he just said on the. Uh... <laughs> That's what I love about G. Keeps it straight up and real. But we'll see. I mean, look, we some we. Thing about basketball that I enjoy so much is that one, the right guy, can truly make a difference, especially now launching them three balls, you know, and getting it going. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I can say that uh, I do look forward to it, even if I don't have, I don't have a lot of history of um, all the participants, because my radar has been on Big Ten, Pac-12, and ACC. It's what I've seen the most of. So when you played football at UCLA, mm-hmm. how good was your basketball program at the time? Well, they were all right. They were. They won the national championship my senior year, and they won the. Yeah, I mean they were. So they were really good. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, I feel like UCLA is always elite. Yeah, it was. They were vicious. Back at that time, Marcus Johnson was there. Richard Washington, my class, Richard Washington, Marcus Johnson, and. Um, Wooden's last championship, and then my junior year, they, they beat Kentucky to win it all. Dude, they won 10 straight. I mean, at some point. You, when I say that now, you, you see, you can't even you can't even conceptualize. That's why I always smile. I try not to be rude because it's not fair. Because out here on this side of the world, everybody thought, oh, North Carolina, go, how I many they won two? One, what? What are you talking about? But that was a big thing to these people out here. I said, okay, cool. Man, then the people say, well, they only had this amount. It don't matter. It's just like the 32 world champions. Ain't my fault. They only had people eight. That's not, you just beat whoever's there. Don't come tell me, well, now it's, I don't care about that. What happens is that we beat, they beat everybody they had to beat to win it. The 27 Yankees played a shorter schedule than the 92 Yankees did. That's just the way it goes. But to say, well, they didn't have a fit. Well, whatever. Whatever they had, they were the best at it. All right? And you got to deal with these rules. How do you stack up? That's all that matters. I don't even discuss it. I just let it go. Whatever. Um, But I do love the fact that now you can play anybody and anywhere, and I think it's great. And then the women, the big elevation to me has been the women. Girl ball. Unbelievable. 
unbelievable. The way the level has escalated. I mean, flat out killers. Great shooters, handles. Handle, shot selection, taking you to the cup, doing all. I mean, just. I mean, it gets to a point where I want the. the I enjoy watching. In many cases, it's more favorable if you really love basketball and the fundamentals of basketball because they do what the coach tells them to do and they execute in a way and they get open shots and they just flat out knock down shooters. It's a beautiful thing. The game really is a beautiful game when it's played from the perimeter and the execution. You know what it reminds me of watching Golden State? You know, because of the way they spread you out, they kill you with spacing and shot making. And then you watch the pros and you go, people who can't shoot look so odd. It just looks so – when I see a professional miss an open jumper, I go, wow, what's up with that? And that ain't easy, man. But that's how good the people who are good are. They seldom ever miss uncontested shots. It's like a layup to them. Yeah, and then like, guys that can't shoot, they're in a world of trouble. Because they don't even – that deal you showed me – or Jack showed me the other day. Draymond Green playing against Westbrook. He didn't check him. He stayed off of him. It puts more pressure on a guy who doubts his shot if you don't cover him. If you cover him, he feels better. You can say, you got in the way. That was so – and when Westbrook – he was still with the Lakers the first time I saw, saw him do it. Pass up an open shot, you're dead. You're dead. If you can't make take an open shot, your confidence is gone, you, you're done, flat out done. Quick break, we come back. Sweet Luke, the professor, Dr. Luke Holder, joins us at the top of the hour. We will squeeze in a couple of calls. If you like, 301-230-0980 is the number. And always live on the free Odyssey app right here, Burgundy Gold Today. Boy, just hearing that. I know G in the shop is losing his mind right now. A lot of you young people don't remember that. When we heard that, <laughs> it meant that that man was about to do what he did. I'm telling you what, the Bulls, and that time, I mean, I love my purple and gold, but let me tell you what. When that music came out, that introduction, man, it... <laughs> And you knew what was about to happen. I really wish I was alive for that. And there wasn't no load management, not with MJ. You know, it was, oh, man. Thank you for that. I needed that. Chris from Demarcus, what's up? Hey, big man. Um, I love that UCLA team, man. Richard Washington. That, that did it for me. Um, didn't they have two Lee brothers? Yep. Keith? Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I said because they had won, they hadn't lost him forever. And I said, let me turn them on. I missed Kareem. Right. But I got Walton. Got Walton. I got Walton. <laughs> yeah, you got Walton. If you want to get a Walton. laugh, just tune in a Pac-12 game and listen to him as a commentator. 
I'm sure you. I, I hope you spent some time with him. I'm sure he's yes. entertaining. Yes. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's a, and he's always on. He's never off. He's and never he a bad is. moment. He's always on top of his game, and um, it's a lot of fun. They just celebrated the 50th year reunion for the seven eight seventy two team that won back to backs. I mean, yeah. it was um, <laughs> it was but it was, was crazy. I, excuse me, though, because I've had a few concussions myself. But it was it John Shoemate, the one that broke the record? Because Dantley gave him a hard time. Notre Dame gave him a hell of a Oh, Notre time. Dame beat him. Notre Dame, I think, snapped it in 78 games. Adrian Dantley's team. Yeah, Adrian Dantley. Yeah, yeah. AD, AD has well, such why a. Why do I keep wanting to say John Shoemate? Why? why what did uh, he. No, I know. Yeah, no, no. It was AD's team. Okay. AD. I remember AD. where I was at. I remember everything about it because it was nerve. It was sh- it just shook up everything. But when you got like, a seventy. I, I think it was seventy eight. Maybe seventy. That sounds. Hey, yeah, I think it was seventy eight. Right. All I remember is UCLA didn't make any mistakes. Actually, Notre Dame actually beat them. Yeah. And it was and it was a one man effort. And 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 I couldn't understand that because UCLA was so. Right there. Yeah, but AD is a special individual. Adrian Dantley, one of the, and I know if Coach Butch McAdams is listening, he is clapping right now because AD is is complete. Just straight out rebound, hit the shot, team. He's a winner. AD's a winner. What I learned from AD so much and having the, I mean, having the pleasure of interviewing him. He's one of our subjects in ProView interview. Will you get I'll a chance to really out. learn about? Oh yeah, yeah. Ad man, it's one of the best interviews I I've couldn't. ever been a part of because you understand what his principle. He's a man of principle. Oh, I, and, I've, I've come to like him very much. I've oh heard yeah, a lot about yeah. Him and, and and it would it was some hurtful things that went down. Him Zeke, I mean, but what he's always done has been true to himself. Great father, yeah. great husband. I mean, when the guy had the illustrious career that Adrian Dantley had, and he's out being a he's a patrolman crosswalk for elementary school kids going to school. I mean, that's what he's doing. Or driving a bus for the kids who to go it? in. Was it you who had the fellow on who said, like, the from the Rushmore of the local basketball kids? Yeah. Bay- Adrian Baylor Dantley. Yeah, Dantley that was Butch and, McAdams. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, uh, KD and... Um, Somebody else, but Dave Bing. Oh yeah, Dave Bing. Probably had Dave Bing. Him probably Rabbit. Um, Adrian. Rabbit. And, yeah. Um, Adrian and Dantley. Dantley. And um and uh, yeah, I think we got the yeah. four that he yeah. had mentioned. But yeah, anyway, that was his, that was his group. And here I'll make you laugh a little bit because yeah, that but those, those that you see, they were just beautiful. John Wooden. Oh my goodness, they were beautiful. They were, but they couldn't check Dantley that day. No, and very few could. When AD, especially when AD got in the paint and uh, he uh, was a terrific scorer. I haven't watched, watched the Bruins. And the only other game back then that I rather game that drew my attention to college basketball was the, the uh, Terps versus the NC State. Tom Burleson overtime. That yeah, I saw that. Seven, um, seven anyway, eight, yeah, just. I talked to our boy last night. He was on um, in training, Linnell. And. Uh, Lonell Willingham? <laughs> yeah, I called him last night. I said, because he came on the show, 
I don't know if you're familiar with this. Toby, a new fellow who's been on your show, baseball dude, so I'm on him. But uh-huh. he came on the air and said something about he's the youngest in charge now. And now here comes Linnell last night. So let's get this straight. I'm youngest in charge. Well, so see, I here's what Linnell's got to learn. I called him up. If he's younger than 25 years old, Linnell, he's younger than you are. I said, Linnell, look. Well, number one, you got to stay on your ground. You're going to have to lean on dogs if you have to, but then stay. you're the youngest in charge. You started. Don't let anybody take your moniker. That's number one. And number two, please don't lose to that other fellow on the basketball court. And I, yeah. and he <laughs> he called me sir. He called me sir and said, okay, I got it. But it was cool. I like him a lot. I hope he succeeds. I hope he, you know, you take care of him and all that. He's well, I'll just say this. There's a new sheriff on town. Did you know that, yeah. Eminem? Oh, you knew about it, huh? So Linnell's reign didn't even appreciate the phone call. Linnell didn't even have a year. I give the young fellow a lot of credit. So he came in and said he's the youngest in charge. No, I had no clue that he said that. I just know that he got hired. Yeah, no, I heard that's what I heard he said. Maybe we can find that down the road. I'd love to hear. I can't wait to get him on. Because, (laughs) yeah, if if that's true, we got to get that. I need that. I need him. I need to hear it. I need to share it with the audience. Then I need to get him on the air. As I said, that'd be like a good old first take debate. Yeah, I want to get him on the air. Because we may have a new king. We may have a new youngest in charge. And uh, and that would mean L- Linnell's reign was less than a year. It was less than a year. Yeah. It was <laughs> Oh my goodness. That is that is really good. That is that is some good stuff. Lou Holder, we'll run that by Lou Holder. And uh a lot to run run by run by Lou. Let's check with Bonesy though before we get to the top of the hour. Bonesy, welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. Hey, what's going on, Doc? Shout out to my main man, Eminem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just listening to y'all talking about, you know, that uh that, that that NCAA championship with UCLA was playing uh, Notre Dame. Yep. And how Adrian AD was down in the pre- – you know, see, that's how basketball was played, man. You get in that box, man. You post up, man. You know what I mean? And you put your – you know, put your put the, put the defender on your back or put him on your hip. And he was good at that. You know, and he didn't stand no more, probably about six, 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 seven. you know what I mean? But he was good down in that paint, in that box. And I'm saying, these players today, they don't get down in that box, man. They, like, they, you know, they run around the box. But they, everything is all around the perimeter. And, you know, and one thing about UCLA, because Tom Burleson was playing center, Marcus Johnson was on that team, and, my, and, and I liked it that point guard, Marty Powell. They had Marty Tapp playing point guard. And, man, that was a hell of a squad, man. I, I, hey, you brought back some memories on that one, Doc, man. Thanks for taking my calls, man. Love you guys, man. Peace. You got it. We love it. Hey, man, that's the beauty about sports and in terms of the the width, the bandwidth, and that people get this from different generations. It's one thing that whether you're 23, 33, 43, 63, 70, it don't matter. It's how you perceived it. I, I just realized now you didn't see AD's deal. But you have, well, we didn't have, you have YouTube. 
my favorite app. You got YouTube. I love YouTube. I yeah. spend way too much time on it every night. No, you you're you're sharpening your blade. You're working. That's called watching film. Okay, I like that. Well, I refer to it as uh, everything yeah, yeah. I do. The moment I leave the studio, I'm going to go and watch film. All the shows, that's film. You're hearing things, seeing the games. You, you're just putting it out. You got to watch film. You have to be in the game full time because the game is so many different moving pieces and parts. We don't just do one particular sport or one particular team. We're breaking the goal today. So it sets it up, but we ain't blind. <laughs> we we like entertainment. We look at things that everybody wants to know who's in first place. You know what they don't care about? Who's in last. <laughs> the, yeah. The only reason we're covering a team in last place is because that's the team we're working around. That's our theme. Trust me. Yeah, and that's why it's so hard to pull it off the right way. Professor Holder joins us at the top of the hour right here on Burgundy and Gold today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.